a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Cynthia Lyons, Naperville, Illinois. The Canterbury Tales by Geoffrey Chaucer, edited by D. Lang Purvis. This reading is based on the book The Canterbury Tales and Other Poems. The original text contains poems by Chaucer and lots of notes and explanations by the editor. To view these, please click on the Gutenberg e-text link on the LibriVox catalog page of the Canterbury Tales. The Merchant's Tale Prologue Weeping and wailing, care and other sorrow, I have enough on even and on morrow, Quoth the merchant, and so have other more, That wedded be, I true that it be so, For well I wot it fareth so by me, I have a weef, the worst o' that may be, For though the fiend to her I coupled were, she would him overmatch, I dare well swear. Why should I rehearse in special her high malice? She is a shrew at all. There is a long and large difference betwixt Griselda's greater patience and of my weef the passing cruelty. Were e e bounden, also may I see, e would never eft come in the snare. We wedded men live in sorrow and care. A say it whoso will, and he shall find that e say sooth by Saint Thomas of Ind. As for the more part, e say not all. God shield her that it should so befall. Ah, good sir host, I have e wedded be these months too, and more not pardie, and yet e true that he that all his leaf weefless hath been, foe that man would him reeve into the heart, could in no manner tell so much sorrow as e you hear could tellen of my weefe's cursedness. Now, quoth our host, merchant, so God you bless, since ye so much knowen of that art, full heartily I pray you tell us part. Gladly, quoth he, but of mine own sorrow, for sorry heart I tell me no more. The Tale Whilom there was dwelling in Lombardy a worthy nicht that was born at Pavie, in which he lived in great prosperity, and forty years a weefless man was he, and followed I his bodily delight on women, whereas was his appetite, as do these fools that be seculars. And when that he was passed sixty years, Were it for holiness or for dotage, I, I cannot say, but such a great courage, 
had this nicht to be a wedded man that day and night he did all that he can to espy where that he meet wedded bay praying our lord to grant him that he might once knowen of that blissful leaf that is betwixt a husband and his wife and for to live under that holy bond with which god first a man and woman bond none other leaf said he is worth a bean for wedlock is so easy and so clean that in this world it is a paradise thus said this olde knicht that was so wees and certainly as sooth as god is king to take a wife it is a glorious thing and namely when a man is old and hoar then is a wife the fruit of his tresor then should he take a younger wife and fair on which he might engender him an heir and lead his life in joy and in solace whereas these bachelors a singen alas when they that find any adversity in love which is but childish vanity and truly it sits well to be so that bachelors have often pain and woe on brittle ground they build and brittle nessa they find when they wean sicker nessa they live but as a bird or as a beast in liberty and under no arrest whereas a wedded man in his estate leaveth a life blissful and ordinate under the yoke of marriage he bound well may his heart in joy and bliss abound for who can be so buxom as a weif who is so true and eke so attentive to keep him sick and whole as is his make for weal or woe she will him not forsake she is not weary him to love and serve so that he lie bedrid until he sterve and yet some clerks say it is not so of which he theophrast is one of though what force though theophrast lists for to lee take no weave quoth he for husbandry as for to spare in household thy despance a true servant more diligence thy good to keep than doth thine owen weef for she will claim a half part all her leaf and if that thou be sick so god me save thy very friendes or a true knave will keep thee better than she that waiteth i after thy good and hath done many a die this son taunts and a hundred times worse writeth this man there god his bonus curse but take no keep of all such vanity defy theophrast and hearken to me a wife is god's gift verily all other manner gifts hardily as hands rents pastur or commune or meubles all be gifts of fortune that passen as a shadow on the wall 
but dread thou not, if plainly speak I shall. A wife will last, and in thine house endure, Well longer than thee list, paraventure. Mariage is a full great sacrament, He which that hath no wife, y hold him shent, He liveth helpless and all desolate. Ye speak of folk in secular estate, and hearken why, I say not this for naught, That woman is for man's help y wrought. The high God, when he had Adam naked, And saw him all alone belly naked, God of his great goodness said then, Let us now make help unto this man, Like to himself, and then he made him Eve, here may you see, and herebay may ye prave, That a wief is man's help and his comfort, His paradise terrestre and his disport. So buxom and so virtuous is she, They must needs live in unity, One flesh they be, and one blood as he guess with but one heart, in weal and in distress. A wife, ah, Saint Mary Benedicte, how might a man have any adversity that hath a wife? Certes, he cannot say, the bliss the which that is betwixt them tway. There may no tongue tell, or heart to think, if he be poor, she helpeth him to swink, she keeps his good, and wasteth never a deal. All that her husband list, her leaketh well. She saith not once nay, when he saith yea. Do this, saith he, already, sir, saith she. O blissful order, wedding precious, Thou art so merry, and eke so virtuous, and so commended and approved ache, That every man that holds him worth a lake, Upon his bare knees ought all his leaf To thank his God that him hath sent a wife, Or else pray to God for him to send A wife to last unto his leafest end. For then his leaf is set in sickernesse, He may not be deceived, as I guess, So that he work after his wife's red, Then may he boldly bear up his head. They be so true, and therewithal so wise, For which, if thou wilt worken as the wise, Do always so as women will thee red. Lo, how that Jacob, as this clock is read, Be good counsel of his mother, Rebecca, Bound o' the kid's skin about his neck, For which his father's benison he won. Lo, Judith, as the story tell a can, By good counsel she got his people kept, And slew him Holofernes while he slept. 
lo abigail by good counsel how she saved her husband nabal when that he should have been slain and lo esther also the by counsel good delivered out of woe the people of god and made him mordecai of ashesware unhanced for to be there is nothing in grace superlative as saith senec above a humble weef suffer the weefest tongue as cato bit she shall command and thou shalt suffer it and yet she will obey out of courtesy a weef is keeper of thine husbandry well may the sick man bewail and weep there as there is no weef the house to keep e warneth thee if weasley thou wilt wirch love wealthy weef as christa loveth his church thou lovest thyself if thou lovest thee weef no man hateth his flesh but in his leaf he fostereth it and therefore bid e thee cherish thee weef or thou shalt never thee husband and weef what so man jape or play of worldly folk hold the sicker way they be so knit there may no harm betide and namely upon the weefeseed for which this january of whom i told considered hath within his days old the lusty leaf the virtuous quiet that is in marriage honey sweet and for his friends upon a die he sent to tell them the effect of his intent with face a sad his tale he hath them told he said friends i am hoar and old and almost god wot on my piteous brink upon me soul somewhat must he think he have my body foolishly dispended blessed be god that it shall be amended for e will be certain a wedded man and that anon in all the haste he can unto some maiden fair and tender of age e pray you shape for me mariage all suddenly for e will not abide and e will fun to a spee on my seed to whom ye may be wedded hastily but forasmuch as ye be more than ye shall rather such a thing as spee than ye and where my best were to a lie but one thing warn ye you my friend is dear ye will none older weef have in no manner she shall not pass sixteen years certain old fish and young flesh would i have fain better quoth he a pike than a pickerel and better than old beef is tender veal he will no women thirty year of age it is but bean straw and great forage 
And eke of these old widows got it wot, They can so much craft on Wade's boat, So much brook harm when that them lest, That with them should he never live in rest. For sundry schooles make subtle clerks, Woman of many schools half a clerk is, But certainly a younger thing men may gee, Right as men may warm wax with handes plea. Wherefore I say you plainly in a clause, I will none old wife have right for this cause. For if so were, I had a such mischance, That I in her could have no pleasance, Then should I lead me leaf in avu tree, And go straight to the devil when I die. Nor children should I none upon her getten, Yet were me lever houndes had me eaten, Than that mine heritage should fall in strange hands, And this I tell you all, I do to not I know the cause of why Men should wed, and furthermore know I, There speaketh many a man of mariage, that knows no more of it than doth my page, For what causes a man should take a weef, If he ne may not live a chaste his leaf? Take him a weef with great devotion, Because of lawful procreation of children, To the honour of God above, And not only for paramour or love, And for they should lechery eschew, and yield their debt when that it is due, or for that each of them should help the other in mischief, as a sister shall the brother, and live in chastity full holily. But, Sarah, by your leave, that am not I. For God be thanked, I dare make a vaunt, I feel me limbs stark and suffisant, to do all that a man belongeth to, I wot myself best what I may do. Though I be whore, I fair as doth a tray, That blossoms ere the fruit I waxen bay. The blossomy tree is neither dry nor dead, I feel me now here whore, but on my head, Mine heart and all my limbs are as green As laurel through the year is for to seen. And since that ye have heard all mine intent, I pray you to my will ye would assent. Diverse man diversely him told Of marriage, many examples old. Some blamed it, some praised it, certain, but at the haste, shortly for to sayen, As all day falleth altercation Betwixt friends in disputation, There fell a strife betwixt his brethren two, Of which that one was called Placebo, Justinius soothly called was that other. 
placebo said o january brother full little need have ye my lord so dear counsel to ask of that that is here but that ye be so full of sapience that you not leaketh for your high prudence to wave from the word of solomon this word said he unto us every one work all a thing by counsel thus said he and then a shalt thou not repent they but though that solomon spake such a word mine own dear brother and me lord so weasley god my soul bring at rest ye hold your own counsel it is the best for brother mean take of me this motif ye have now been a courtman all my life, and god it wot though ye unworthy be ye have standen in full great degree about lords of full high estate yet had ye ne'er with none of them debate ye never them contraried truly ye know well that my lord can more than ye what that he saith ye hold it firm and stable ye say the same or else a thing semblable a full great fool is any counsellor that serveth any lord of he high honour that dare presume or else think in it that his counsel should pass his lordes wit nay lords be no fools by me fay ye have yourself showed here to-day so high sentence so holily and well that ye consent and confirm every deal your word is all and your opinion be god there is no man in all this tune nor in italy could better have ye said christ holds him of this counsel well applied and truly it is a high courage of any man that stopin is in age to take a younger wife by my father's kin your heart hangeth on a jolly pin do now in this matter right as you laced for finally i hold it is for the best justinus that i still sat and heard right in this wise to placebo answered now brother mean be patient i pray since ye have said and hearken what ye say Seneca, among his other wordes wise saith that a man ought him right well advise to whom he gives his hand or his chattel and since ye ought advise me right well to whom ye give my good away from me well more ye ought advise me par day to whom i give my body for alway ye warn you well it is no child's play to take a weave without advisement men must inquire this is mine assent where'er she be wise or sober or drunkelo or proud or any other ways a shrew a chidester 
or a waster of thy good or rich or poor or else a man is wood albeit so that is no man finder shall none in this world that trotteth whole in all no man nor beast such as men can devise but natheless it ought enough suffice with any weef if so were that she had more good thuis than her vices bad and all this asketh leisure to inquire for god it wot ye have wept many a tearful privily since ye have had a weef praise whoso will a wedded man is leave certes ye fiend in it but cost and care and observances of all blisses bare and yet god wot my neighbours about and namely of women many a root say that he have the most a steadfast weef and eke the makest one that beareth leaf but he know best where ringeth me my shoe ye may for me richt as you like do advise you ye be a man of age how that ye enter into mariage and namely with a young weef and a fair by him that made water fire earth and air the youngest man that is in all this root is busy enough to bring it to boot to have his weef alone trust a may ye shall not please her fully yeres thray this is to say to do her full pleasance a weef asketh full many an observance i pray you that ye be not evil apaid well quoth this january and hast thou said straw for thy cynic and for thy proverbs i counte not a pannier full of herbs of school terms weaser men than thou as thou hast heard assented here right now to my purpose placebo what say ye ye say it is a cursed man quoth he that letteth matrimony sickerly and with that word they rise up suddenly and be assented fully that he should be wedded when him list and where he would high fantasy and curious business from day to day gan in the soul impress of january about his mariage many a fair shape and many a fair visage there passed through his heart a night by night as whoso took a mirror polished bright and set it in a common market-place then should he see many a figure pace by his mirror and in the same awees gan january in his thought devise of maidens which that dwelt him beside he wist not where he that he might abide for if that one had beauty in her face another stood so in the people's grace for her sadness and her benignity that of the people's greatest voice had she and some were rich and had a bad a name but natheless betwixt earnest and game he at the last appointed him on one and let all others from his heart agone 
and chose her of his own authority for love is blind all day and may not say and when that he was into bed y brought, he portrayed in his heart and in his thought her fresher beauty and her aja tendre her middle small her arms long and slender her wise governance her gentleness her womanly bearing and her sadness and when that he on her was condescended he thought his choice might not be amended for when that he himself concluded had he thought each other man's wit so bad that impossible it were to reply against his choice this was his fantasy his friends sent he to at his instance and prayed them to do him that pleasance that hastily they would unto him come he would abridge their labor all and some needed no more for them to go nor ride he was appointed where he would abide placebo came and eke his friends soon and alder first he bade them all a boon that none of them no arguments would make against the purpose that he had y take which purpose was pleasant to god said he and very ground of his prosperity he said there was a maiden in the town which that of beauty had great renown all were it so she were of small degree sufficed him her youth and her beauty which made he said he would have to his weef to lead in ease and holiness his leaf and thanked god that he might have her all that no wight with his bliss parta shall and prayed them to labor in this need and shape that he fail not to speed for then he said his spirit was at ease then is quoth he nothing may me displease save one thing pricketh in my conscience which the which i will rehearse in your presence ye have quoth he heard said full yore ago there may no man have perfect blisses too this is to say on earth and ache in heaven for though he keep him from the sins seven and eke from every branch of thilke tree yet is there so perfect felicity and so great ease in lust in mariage that ever i am aghast now in mine age that i shall head now so merry a leaf so delicate without woe or strief that i shall have mine heaven on earth a here for since that very heaven is bought so dear with tribulation and great penance how should he then living in such pleasance as all a wedded men do with their wives come to the bliss where christ etern on live is this is my dread and yea me brethren tway assole me this question e you pray justinus which that hated his folly answered anon right in his japery and for he would his long tail abridge he would no authority allege but said sir 
so there be none obstacle other than this god of his high miracle and of his mercy may so for you work that ere you have your rites of holy church you may repent of wedded man's life in which ye say there is no woe nor strife and else god forbid but if he sent a wedded man his grace him to repent well often rather than a single man and therefore sir the best arrayed he can despair you not but have in your memory peradventure she may be your purgatory she may be god's means and god his whip and then your soul shall up to heaven skip swifter than doth an arrow from a bow ye hope to god hereafter ye shall know that there is none so great felicity in mariage nor ever more shall be that you shall let of your salvation so that ye use as skill is and raison the lustest of your weef attemperly and that ye please her not too amorously and that ye keep you ache from other sin my tale is done for my wit is but thin be not aghast hereof my brother dear but let us waden out of this mater the weef of bath if ye have understand of marriage which ye have now in hand declared hath full well in little space fare ye now well god have you in his grace and with this word this justin and his brother have taken their leave and each of them of other and when they saw that it must needs be they wrought so by slate and wise treaty that she this maiden which that mayest hight as hastily as ever that she might shall wedded be until this unto this january e true it were too long a you to tarry if i told you of every script and band by which she was fiaffed in his hand or for to reckon of her rich array but finally e comen is the day that to the church both be they went for to receive the holy sacrament forth came the priest with stole about his neck and bade her be like sarah and rebeck in wisdom and in truth of mariage and said his orisons as is usage and crouched them and prayed god should them bless and made all sicker enough with holiness thus they be wedded with solemnity and at the feast sat both hay and shay with other worthy folk upon the dais all full of joy and bliss is the palace all full of instruments and of vital the most daintiest of all italy before them stood such instruments of sound that orpheus nor of thebes amphion ne made never such a melody at every course came in loud minstrelsy that never joab trumped for to hear nor he theodomus yet half so clear at thebes when the city was in doubt bacchus the wine them skinked all about 
and venus laughed upon every wight for january was become her nicht and would both assay his courage in liberty and eke in mariage and with her firebrand in her hand about danced before the bride with all the rout and certainly i dare right well say this himenaeus that god of wedding is never saw his leaf so merry a wedded man hold thou thy peace thou poet martian that writest us that ilka wedding merry of her philology and him mercury and of the songs that the muses sung too small is both my pen and eke thy tongue for to describe and of this mariage when tender youth hath wedded stooping age there is such mirth as that it may not be writ as say it yourself then may ye wit if that i lee or no in this mater maeus that sat with so benign a cheer her to behold it seemed fairy queen esther never looked with such an e on us or swear so meek a look had she i may not you devise all her beauty but thus much of her beauty tell i may that she was hike the bright morrow of may fulfilled of all beauty and pleasance this january is ravished in a trance at every time he looked in her face but in his heart he gan her to menace that he that night in arms would her strain harder than ever paris did helene but ne'theless yet had he great pity that thilke knight offend her must he and thought alas tender creature now would god ye mighte well endure all my courage it is so sharp and keen i am aghast ye shall it not sustain but god forbid that i did all my might now would god that it were waxen night and that the night would last and evermore i would that all this people were ego and finally he did all his labor as he best might saving his honor to haste them from the meat in subtle ways the time came that reason was to rise and after that men dance and drink a fast and spices all about the house they cast and full of joy and bliss is every man all but a squire that hight damian who carved before the night full many a day he was so ravished on his lady may that for the very pain he was nigh wood almost he swelt and swooned where he stood so sore had venus hurt him with her brand as that she bare it dancing in her hand and to his bed he went him hastily no more of him as at this time spake e but there e let him weep enough and plain till fresh a may will rue upon his pain o perilous fire that in the bedstraw breadeth o foe familiar that his service badeth o saving traitor o false homely hue 
like to the adder in bosom shy untrue god shield us all from your acquaintance o january drunken in pleasance of marriage see how thy damian thine own squire and thy born man intendeth for to do thee villainy god grant thee thine homely foe to espy for in this world is no worse pestilence than homely foe all day in thy presence Performed hath the sun his arc diurn, no longer may the body of him sojourn on the horizon in that latitude. Night with his mantle that is dark and rude can overspread the hemisphere aboot, for which departed is this lusty root from January with thank on every side, home to their houses lustily they ride where as they do their things as them laced and when they see their time they go to rest soon after that this hasty january will go to bed he will no longer tarry he drank hippocras clare and vernage of spices hot to increase his courage and many a lecturary had he full fiend such as the cursed monk dan constantine hath written in his book de coetu to eat them all he would nothing eschew and to his privy friends thus said he for god's love as soon as it may be let voiden all this house in courteous wise and they have done right as he will devise men drinken and the travers draw anon the bride is brought to bed as still as stone and when the bed was with the priest he blessed out of the chamber every wight him dressed and january hath fast in arms he take his fresh may his paradise his make he lulled her and he kissed her full off with thick bristles of his beard unsoft like to the skin of houndfish sharp as briar for he was shaven all new in his manner he rubbed her upon her tender face and said thus alas i must trespass to you my spouse and you greatly offend ere time come that i will down descend but ne'theless consider this quoth he there is no workman whatsoe'er he be that may both work a well and hastily this will be done at leisure perfectly it is no force how longa that we play in true wedlock coupled be we tway and blessed be the yoke that we be in for in our acts there may be no sin a man may do no sin with his weef nor hurt himself with his own knife, for we have leave to play us by the law. Thus labored he till that the day gan daw, and then he took a sop in fine clare, and upright in his bed then sat a hay, and after that he sang full loud and clear, and kissed his weef and made wanton cheer he was all coltish full of raggery 
and full of jargon as a flecked pea the slack skin about his neck shaked while that he sang so chanted he and cracked but god wot what that may thought in her heart when she saw him up sitting in his shirt in his nightcap and with his neck a lean she praised not his playing worth a bean then said he thus my rest will he take now day is come he may no longer wake and down he laid his head and slept till prime and afterward when that he saw his time uprose january but fresha may held her chamber till the fourth a day as usage is of waves for the best for every labor sometime must have rest or else long may, may he not endure that is to say no leaf of creature be it of fish or bird or beast or man now will i speak of woeful damian that languishes for love as ye shall hear therefore i speak of him in this manner i say o silly damian alas answer to this demand as in this case how shalt thou to thy lady fresh may tell thy woe she will always say nay eke if thou speak she will thy woe bewray god be thine help he can no better say this sicke damian in venus's fire so burned that he died for desire for which he put his leaf in aventure no longer might he in this wees endure but privily a penner gan he borrow and in a letter wrote he all his sorrow in a manner of a complaint or a lay unto his fair fresher lady may and in a purse of silk hung on his shirt he hath it put and laid it at his heart the moon that at noon was thick a day that january had wedded fresh a may in tan of tor was into cancer glided so long had maius in her chamber abided as custom is unto these nobles all a bride shall not eaten in the ball till day is four or three days at the least he passed be then let her go to feast the fourth day complete from noon to noon when that the high mass was he done in hall sat this january and may as fresh as is the brightest summer's day and so befell how that this good man remembered him upon this damian and said saint mary how may this be that damian attendeth not to me is he i sick or how this may beteed his squires which that stood there beside excused him because of his sickness which led him to do his business none other cause might make him tarry that me forthinketh quoth this january he is a gentle squire by my truth if that he died it were great harm and ruth he is as wise as discreet and secret as any man i know of his degree and thereto manly and eke serviceable and for to be a thrifty man right able but after meat as soon as ever a may he will myself visit him and eke a may to do him all the comfort that he can 
and for that word him blessed every man that of that of his bounty and his gentlenesse he would so comfort in sickenesse his squire for it was a gentle deed dame quoth this january take good heed at after meet ye with your women all when ye that be in chamber out of this hall that all ye go to see this damian do him disport he is a gentle man and tell him that ye will him visit have ye nothing but rested me a light and speed ye fast for ye will abide till that ye sleep a faster by my side and with that word he gan unto him call a squire that was marshal of his hall and told him certain things that he would this freshe may hath straight her way y hold with all her women unto damian down by his bedside sat she then comforting him as goodly as she may this damian when that his time he saw in secret wheeze his purse and eke his bill in which that he had written had his will hath put into her hand withouten more save that he sighed wondrous deep and sore and softly to her right thus said he mercy and that ye not discover me for i am dead if that this thing be kid the perths hath she in her bosom hid and went her way ye get no more of me but unto january come is she that on his bedside sat full soft he took her and he kissed her full oft and laid him down to sleep and that anon she feigned her as that she must agone there as ye know that every wight must need and when she of this bill had taken heed she rent it all to clutes at the last and in the privy softly it cast who studieth now but fair fresh may adown by olde january she lay that slept till the cough had him awaked anon he prayed her strip her all naked he would of her he said have some pleasance and said her clothes did him encumberance and she obeyed him by her leave for loth but lest that precious folk be with me wroth how that he wrought i dare not to you tell or whether she thought it paradise or hell but there i let them worken in their wheeze till even song ring and then they must arise were it by destiny or aventure were it by influence or by nature or constellation that in such a state the heavens stood at that time fortunate as for to put a bill of venus works for all think hath time as say these clerks to any woman for to get her love he cannot say but great a god above that knoweth that none act is causeless he deem of all for he will hold my peace forsooth is this how that this fresher may 
hath taken such impression that day of pity on this sick damian that from her heart she not drive can the remembrance for to do him ease certain thought she whom that this thing displease i reckon not for here i him assure to love him best of any creature though he ne no more had than his shirt lo pity runneth soon in gentle heart here may ye see how excellent franchise in women is when they them narrow advise some tyrant is as there be many a one that hath a heart as hard as any stone which would have let him starven in the place well rather than have granted him her grace and then rejoicing in her cruel pride and reckon not to be a homicide this gentle may fulfilled of pity right of her hand a letter maked she in which she granted him her very grace there lacked naught but only day and place were that she might unto his lust suffice for it shall be right as he will devise and when she saw her time upon a day to visit this damian went this may and subtly this letter down she thrust under his pillow read it if him lust she took him by the hand and hard him twist so secretly that no white of it wist and bade him be all whole and forth she went to january when he for her sent up rose damian the next morrow all past was his sickness and his sorrow he combed him he proined him and picked he did all that unto his lady liked and eke to january he went as low as ever did a dog afore the bow he is so pleasant unto every man for craft is all who so that do it can every wight is fain to speak him good and fully in his lady's grace he stood thus leave e damian about his need and in my tale forth e will proceed some clerks hold that felicity stands in delight and therefore certain he this noble january with all his might in honest wees as longeth to a knight shope him to live full deliciously his housing his array as honestly to his degree was maked as a king's amongst other of his honest things he had a garden walled all with stone so fair a garden wot i nowhere none for out of doubt i verily suppose that he that wrote the romance of the rose could not of it the beauty well devise nor priapus might not well suffice though he be god of gardens for to tell the beauty of the garden and the well that stood under a laurel always green full often time he pluto and his queen proserpina and all their fairy disported them and made melody about that well and danced as men told 
this noble knight, this January old, such dainty had it in it to walk and play, that he would suffer no wight to bear the key, save he himself, for of the small wicket he bare always a silver a clicket, with which, when he, when that him list, he it unshet, and when that he would pay his wife's debt, in summer season thither he would go, and may his wife, and no what no white but they two, and thinges which that were not done in bed, he in the garden them them performed and sped, and in this wees many a merry day lived this January and fresh a May. But worldly joy may not always endure to January, nor to no creature. O sudden hap, O thou fortune unstable, like to the scorpion so deceivable, that fatterest with thy head when, the, when thou wilt sting, thy tail is death through thine envenoming. O brittle joy, O sweet poison, quaint, O monster that so subtly canst paint thy gifts under hue of steadfastness, that thou deceivest both more and lesser, why hast thou January thus deceived, that haddest him for thy full friend received? And now thou hast bereft him both his iron, for sorrow of which desireth he to die in. Alas, this noble January free amid his lust, and his prosperity is waxen blind, and that all suddenly he weeped and he wailed piteously, and therewithal the fire of jealousy, lest that his wife should fall in some folly, so burnt his heart that he would fain that some man both him and her had slain, for neither after his death nor in his life, nor would he that she were no love nor wife, but ever live as widow in clothes black, soul as the turtle that have lost her make. But at the last, after a month or tway, his sorrow gan assuage, sotha to say, for when he wist it might none other be, he patiently took his adversity, save out of duty he may not foregone, that he was jealous evermore in one which jealousy was so outrageous that neither in hall nor in none other house nor in none other place never the more he would suffer her to ride or go but if that he had hand on her alway for which full often wept a fresh may that loved damien so burningly that she might either die in suddenly, or else she must have him at her least. She waited, when her heart would breast, upon that other side Damien, becoming is the sorrowfullest man that ever was, for neither night nor day he might speak a word to fresh May. As to his purpose, of no such matter, but if that January must it hear, 
that had a hand upon her evermore but natheless by writing to and fro and privy signs wist he what she meant and she knew eke the fiend of his intent o january might it thee avail thou th though thou might see as far as ships sail for as good is it blind deceived to be as be deceived when a man may see lo argus which that had a hundred iron for all that ever he could pour or prion yet he was blent and god wot so be more that ween away that it be not so pass over is an ease i say no more this fresher may of which i spake a yore in warm wax hath imprinted the clicket that january bare of the small wicket by which into his garden off he went and damian that knew all her intent the clicket counterfeited privily there is no more to say but hastily some wonder by this clicket shall betide which ye shall hearen if ye will abide o noble ovid sooth sayest thou god wot what slate it is if love be long and hot that he'll not find it out in some manere the pyramus and thisbe man may may man lear though they were kept full long and straight o'er all they be accorded roaning through a wall where no wight could have found out such a slight but now to purpose ere the days eight were past of this month of july phil that january caught so great a will through egging of his weef him for to play in his garden and no wight but they tway that in a morning to this may said he rise up my weef my love my lady free the turtle's voice is heard mine owen sweet the winter is gone with his reins wet come forth now with your iron columbine well fairer be thy breasts than any wine the garden is enclosed all about come forth my white spouse for out of doubt thou hast me wounded in my heart o weef no spot in thee was e'er in all they leaf come forth and let us take our disport i choose thee for my weef and my comfort such old lewd words used he on damian a sign made she that he should go before with his clicket this damian then hath opened the wicket and in he start and that in such manner that no wheat might him either see or hear and still he sat under a bush anon this january as blind as a stone with mias in his hand and no white more into this fresher garden is he go and clapped to the wicket suddenly now weef quoth he here is but thou and e 
thou art the creature that i best love for by that lord that sits in heaven above lever had i to dien on a knife than thee offender dear true wife for god's sake think how easy cheese not for no covetous dutiless but only for the love he had to thee and though that ye be old and may not see be to me true and ye will tell you why certes three things shall ye win thereby first love of christ and to yourself honour and all mean heritage town and tower ye give it you make charters as you lest this shall be done to-morrow ere sun rest so weasley god my soul bring to bliss i pray on this covenant me kiss and though that ye be jealous weet me not ye be so deep imprinted in my thought that when that ye consider your beauty and therewithal the unlikely eld of me ye may not certes though ye should die forbear to be out of your company for very love this is without doubt now kiss me weef and let us roam about this freshe may when she this word is heard benignly to january answered but first and forward she began to weep ye have quoth she a soul for to keep as well as ye and also mine honour and of my weefhood silk a tender flower which that i have assured in your hand when that the priest to you my body bond wherefore ye will answer in this manner with leave of you mine own lord so dear ye pray to god that never dawn the day that ye no sterve as foul as women may if e'er ye do unto, unto my kin that shame or else ye impair so me name that ye be false and if ye do that lack do strip of me and put me in a sack and in the next a river do me drench ye am a gentle woman and no wench why speak ye thus but men be e'er untrue and women have no have reproof of you i knew ye know none other dalliance ye believe but speak to us of untrust and reprieve and with that word she saw where damian sat in the bush and coffa she began and with her finger sign made she that damian should climb upon a tree that charged was with fruit and up he went for verily he knew all her intent and every sign that she could make better than january her own make for in a letter she told him all of this matter how that he worke shall and thus i leave him sitting in the perry and january and may roaming full merry 
Bright was the day, and blew the firmament; Phoebus of gold his streames down had sent, To gladden every flow'r with his warmnesse: He was that time in Gemini's, I guesse. But little from his declination Of Cancer, Jove's exaltation; And so befell, in that brighte morning tide, That in the garden on the farther side Pluto, that is king of faery, And many a lady in the, his company, Following his wife, the queen Proserpina, Which that he ravished out of Ethna, While that she gathered flowers in the mead, In Claudian you may the story read, How in his grisly chariot he her fet, this king of fairies adoon him set Upon a bank of turfs fresh and green, And right anon thus said he to his queen, My wife, quoth he, there may no wheat say nay, Experience so proves it every day, The treason which that woman doth to man. Ten hundred thousand stories tell I can, Notable of your untruth and brittleness. O Solomon, richest of all riches, Fulfilled of sapience and worldly glory, Full worthy be the words of memory, To every wight that wit and reason can, Thus praised he yet the bounty of man. Among a thousand men yet, I f yet found he one, But of all women found he never none. Thus said this king, that knew your wickedness, And Jesus, Phileus Sariach, as he guess, He spake of you but seldom reverence, A wild fire and corrupt pestilence, So fall upon your bodies yet to-night. see ye not this honorable knight, Because, alas, that he is blind and old, His own man shall make him cuckold, Lo, where he sits, the lecher, in the tree, Now will I grant in of my majesty Unto this olde blind worthy knight, That he shall have again his iron sight. When that his wife will do him villainy, Then shall be known all her harlotry, Both in reproof of her and other more, Yea, sir, quoth Proserpine, and will ye so? Now by my mother's serious soul I swear, That ye shall give her suffisant answer, And all the women after for her sake, That though they be in any guilt ye take, With face bold they shall themselves excuse, and bear them down that would of them accuse, For lack of answer none of them shall dien. All had ye seen a thing with both your eyen, Yet shall we visage it so heartily, And weep and swear and chide subtly, That ye shall be as lewd as be geese. What recketh me of your authorities? Ye wot well that this Jew, this Solomon, Found of us women fools many one, 
but though that he found no, no good woman yet there hath found many another man woman full good and true and virtuous witness on them that dwelt in christ's house with martyrdom they proved their constance the roman jests make remembrance of many a very true wife also but sire be not wroth albeit so though that he said he found no good woman i pray you take the sentence of the man he meant thus that in sovereign bounty is none but god no neither he nor she hey for the very good god that is but one why make you so much of solomon what though he made a temple god's house what though he were rich and glorious so made he eke a temple of false gods how might he do a thing that more forebode is pardie as fair as ye his name emplaster he was a lecher and an idolaster and in his eld he very god forsook and if that god had not as saith the book spared him for his father's sake he should have lost his reign rather than he would he set not of all the villainy that he of women wrote a butterfly i am a woman needs must he speak or else swell until mine heart a break for since he said that we be jangleresses as ever may i brook whole my tresses ye shall not spare for no courtesy to speak him harm that said us villainy dame quoth this pluto be no longer wroth ye give it up but since he swore mine oath that ye would grant to him his sight again my word shall stand that warn ye you certain ye am a king it sits me not to lie and e quoth she am queen of fairy her answer shall she shall have e undertake let us no more words of it make forsooth e will no longer you contrary now let us turn again to january that in the garden with his fair may singeth well merrier than the popinjay you love e best and shall and other none so long about the alleys is he gone till he was come to that ilke perry where as this damian sat full merry on high among the fresh olives green this fresh may that is so bright and sheen gan for to sigh and said alas my side now sir quoth she for aught that may betide ye must have of the paris that i see or must ye die so sore longeth me to eaten of the small pears green help for her love that is of heaven queen ye tell you well a woman in my plight may have to fruit so great an appetite that she may die in but she of it have alas quoth he that ye had here a knave that could climb alas alas quoth he 
for I am blind. Yea, sir, no force, quoth she, but would ye vouchsake for Godde's sake? <coughs> the peri in your arms for me to take, for well I wot that you mistruste me. Then would I climb well enough, quoth she, so e my foot might set upon your back. Certes, said he, therein shall be no lack. Might he help you with mine heart's blood? He stooped down, on, on his back she stood, and caught her by a twist, and up she goth. Ladies, I pray you that ye be not wroth, I cannot close, I am a rude man. And suddenly anon this Damian gan pullen up the smock, and in he throng, and when that Pluto saw this greater wrong, to January he gave again his sight, and made him see as well as ever he might, and when he thus had caught his sight again, was never man of anything so fain, but on his weave his thought was evermore. Up to the tree he cast his eye in two, and saw how Damien his wife had dressed in such manner it may not be expressed, but if he would speak uncourteously, and up he gave a roaring and a cry, as doth the mother when the child shall die. Out, help, alas, hero, he gan to cry. O strange lady, straw, what dost thou? And she answered, Sir, what aileth you? Have patience and reason in your mind. Ye have you helped on both your eye and blind. On peril of my soul I shall not lien, as may was taught to help with your iron, was nothing better for to make you see than struggle with a man upon a tree. God wot he did it in full good intent. Struggle, quoth he, yea, all gate in it went. God give you both one shame's death to die in. He swived thee, I saw it with mine iron, and else be ye hanged by the horse. Then is, quote she, my medicine all false, for certainly if, if that ye might see, ye would not say these words unto me. Ye have some glimpsing and no perfect sight. I see, quoth he, as well as ever a might. Thanked be God, with both mine iron two, and by my faith me thought he did thee so. Ye mays, ye mays, good sir, quoth she, this thank have ye, for ye have made you see. Alas, quoth she, that ere he was so kind, now, dame, quoth he, let all pass out of mind, come down, my leaf, and if I have missaid, God help me so, as I am evil apaid. But by my father's soul, I weened have seen, 
how that this damian had by thee lain and that thy smock had lain upon his breast yes sir quoth she ye may ween as ye lest but sir a man that wakes out of his sleep he may not suddenly well take keep upon a thing nor see it perfectly till that he be adored verily richt so a man that long hath blind he be he may not suddenly so well y see first when his sight is new come again as he that hath a day or two y seen till that your sight established be a while there may full many a sight you beguile beware i pray you for by heaven's king full many a man weeneth to see a thing and it is all another than it seemeth he which that misconceiveth oft misdeemeth and which that word she leaped down from the tree this january who is glad but he he kissed her and clipped her full oft and on her womb he stroked her full soft and to his palace home he hath her laid now goode men i pray you to be glad thus endeth here my tale of january god bless us and his mother saint mary End of the Merchant's Tale.